0: Marble. And I'm Jim Ford.
1: And this is Lantern Cast presents
0: prebirth Episode seven.
1: Dun dun dun. We're back. And in April I, so we have been real good at keeping our rough our rough schedules right on target so far.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, we're very good at keeping a rough schedule. <laughs> <laughs> we're very good at not being precise at all. We said
1: April, just like the last time we said February. So we we
0: we, we are we're
1: doing pretty well. It's kind of funny though, because in a way it seems because of how much recording you and I have done for the Greatest Toy Podcast, it seems like we haven't recorded an episode of this like in like ten years. It's only been since February.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's that's definitely true. I like the fact that we're doing issue six and seven on episode seven of Pre Birth. Yeah, so
1: so in a way we're catching up. Until next issue, when we'll be ahead of the game, when we do an issue 8 of episode 8, it'll be 8 and 9. <laughs> oh,
0: man.
1: Oh, well. It's that cosmic yin and yang, you know. It's like, you gain, you lose.
0: Okay. So, let's, uh...
1: Delve into the subject matter at hand. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're gonna... <laughs> Cheer up, Jim. Cheer up. <laughs> So we're going to be beginning a... We're going to be doing issues 6 and 7 of the Spectre, which really are parts 1 and 2 of a three-issue arc. The Redeemer, correct? I believe is the arc. And the... So really 6, 7, and 8 are one arc, but issue 9 is basically an epilogue to that. It, follow, it picks up right after it ends, so it made <laughs> sense to do all four of those issues basically under one umbrella, so we're splitting it into two episodes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh... Hopefully we'll get to the next episode probably Mayish, end of Mayish, maybe just because, especially since it's one storyline, we probably should lie <laughs> because we probably don't want to keep them hanging, especially because again, it was easier keeping them hanging for the, for the Two Face issue because again, it was a it was a one off, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're gonna end on a cliffhanger. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's true. We actually do end on a cliffhanger, which is which is a pretty which is a pretty good time to a good way to split it. I am taking issue six, which is The Nature of the Beast. So J.M. DeMatteis remains the writer, Ryan Sook is the penciler, Jim Royal is the inker, Bill Oakley the letterer, James Sinclair the colorist, Steve Wacker the assistant editor, and Dan Raspler is the editor. The, the, I like the the cover, even though it's the art is not good. I kind of like the fact that in this weird kind of way, because you have the monk-like Hal Jordan Specter carrying the Green Lantern power battery with the Green Lantern kind of like... F- like pushing pushing him against the face like trapped I kind of like how that almost in a way it echoes Rebirth number Green Lantern Rebirth number one again with the Spectre holding up the power battery and Hal Jordan and Parallax and all that stuff oh yeah yeah it's, it's a very I, no, don't get me wrong it's a really crappy it's not and it's not like you know our Green Lanterns pre-birth number one where it's supposed to, where it, it directly is supposed to you know be a Take off on it. This is a different pose and everything, but I just kind of like the fact that, in a way, symbolically, it kind of re- it kind of reminds you of that, though, just not drawn as well. <laughs> Nowhere near as well. Alrighty. So the is- so this issue begins, odd, you know, in an odd place since it's two characters that we have no idea who they are, and we really don't. <laughs> we're never going to see them again. I don't think. <laughs> so probably yeah, not. probably not. It's- and it really doesn't matter. It's it's the hi- it's the concept of what's going on here. So you are yeah. having. A well-to-do married couple, uh, Shirley and Rick, and they just see, they're, they come in and they have one we can assume of countless arguments. Uh, she's on his back, you know. He's blowing her off and doesn't want to deal with the issues. You know, he goes upstairs and then we find out, and we basically find out that uh, a a character is talking to him, telling him, you know planning on his his poor childhood when he was he was abused and was basically saying you know what you have to do to ma- to solve all these problems and of course you know, while uh, Shirley's lighting up a cigarette downstairs we hear we hear blam and then she runs upstairs and we find out that you know Rick is blown his head off and we we find out that the character who has been whispering in his ear is named stigmanus or Monsieur stigmanus if you prefer <laughs> <laughs> though he says he's not French. Uh, so you have to so every time we say he, he appears in an issue for the first time, we have to go, <laughs> <laughs> so in a way, this character, Stigmanus kind of becomes Hal's arch nemesis for the most part. I guess if he has one in this entire run of the Spectre, I would say, I think it's fair to say this character probably is it. Probably. And, you know, he kind of... Basically, he just seems to almost be... If... It's hard to describe, but it's like he's playing on the worst aspects of, you know, the the negative aspects of human nature, all the doubts, all the fears, and about how, you know, know, at the end of the day, your soul is a wasteland, your life simply isn't worth living, so he, you know, he's breaking, like, the fourth wall here and talking to us, he's narrating, he's narrating the issue, but he's making it clear that he knows that, you know, that we're reading it, you know, so, so that's kind of, so that's kind of a, so that's kind of like the prologue in this issue. Then we pick up Hal Jordan we pick up back with Hal. He's back in San Jose and he goes to visit his brother Jack and his his niece Helen. And you know, how basically how he Hal calls to them and you yeah, know Ab- 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 sir, a really fat looking <laughs> Mr. Clean, once again like Abensur is hovering in the air. Uh and how you know, how basically you know, Hal is kinda of calling to He's talking to Helen first, and Helen can see Ebb and Sir, which is kind of like the first clue that Helen's powers are a little beyond the norm. Uh, Jack wakes up, and he realizes that, you know, the Hal's there in the room. He sees Hal as, I guess, a regular-looking Hal, though no, not bomber jacket-looking Hal. I guess as normal as Ryan sock can draw him. <laughs> but at least, yeah, so, <clears throat> you know, so, <clears throat> excuse me, Helen's all happy that Uncle Hal's there. So basically she sees him essentially as the specter while Jack sees him as Hal Jordan. They go into the kitchen and they're catching up when uh, Jack's wife, Janet, uh, she shows up. Jen comes in and she just sees Hal there and she just, you know, she just (laughs) passes out, which I kind of (laughs) like. And then she wakes up and says, like, you know, something about this isn't right. You know, you know, it's not really your brother. He's not really alive. So that kind of of has an effect on Hal because, you know, Hal kind of, deep down, Hal kind of realizes there's some truth in what she's saying. But, you know, Hal, basically, he takes his leave and leave. (laughs) Nice Hal shows up, screws up the family, then walks out. (laughs) Hal does what he does best. Leave. So while while Hal and Jack and uh, Jan are trying to deal with, you know, what the hell this really means, Hal showing up, you know, stick Stick is kind of like literally his face pops into the into the picture into the on the page and he starts talking about you know tough going is it being related to someone who won't stay put in his grave but our friend the specter isn't the only unusual one in this family and then we find out that you know he's talking about helen but once again helen can actually see him like helen can see pretty much everything that's dead (laughs) she's got some pretty unique gifts so yeah, there's that's a lot of deep stuff. as Jim and I were talking about? So we're gonna try to <laughs> cover the important points, but not like, no pun intended, hover over the non-important parts. <laughs> uh, and there may be some non-important parts. Abin and Hal continue kind of like wa- wandering out in you know into the the d- deserts of Utah. You know, Abin serves kind of. Evan serves kind of like you know playing pop psychologist with Hal trying to it's like I understand you know you know about how you need this you know human connection and Hal's kind of being a little rude to him like you know what does a dead alien know about human connection and he even turns to him with that kind of like um, uh, almost like logos face of the Spectre, kind of looking at him just to, like, to kind of making it clear that, that he's unhappy uh you know, Abin Sur continues, and and Abin Sur kind of gets a little feisty now too. It's like maybe you've forgotten why you know why you took this job in the first place. You volunteered because when you were a normal human being, you screwed up big time, and that kind of pisses Hal off. After he made like almost like a sphinx like face of 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 himself as a specter, and green energy flows out of his eyes, and he blasts Abin Sur, but it, but really what he's doing at at this point is he's making what essentially is going to be Hal's like little mini fortress of solitude in the desert. It's a place that a place that we will revisit in many many issues going forward. Yeah. And this is and this is pretty much like Hal's base of operations. Uh, he even has like a little throne room or, or a little chair to act as his throne. And then there's all these little mirrors floating around him, which essentially show uh, all these different things that are going on around him and basically trying to steer him or make it clear like where he should go and what he should do basically who needs the power of the specter where the most where he should go and while Hal's looking at all these what we see an eye in one and then basically we also see that it become uh the we see the face of stigmata's form in another one and now stigmata starts talking to hal's like do you really think you're that you know are you are you that naive are you that stupid it's like and he just, you know, he just, he starts playing games with Hal, and Hal's just kind of like, who are you? How dare you violate, the, you know, you know the, the sanctity of this place? And all, and, you know, just a lot of back and forth between the two. You know, some Stigmundus, like, smacks Hal in the face a couple of times. I like, I like the imprint of his face, of his hand on Hal's face. <laughs> and Hal's just, like, really, like, stoic, like, who are you? And he goes, and he introduces himself, and he goes, uh... It's like, yeah, uh, you know, I, I see the mirrors have been kind enough to provide us with options, but which one, you know, which are you going to choose? And I go, oh, I know, choose that one. You know, kind of, come on, Alice, let's go through the looking glass, basically. And he, uh, and he takes him to, you know, a war ravaged Eastern Europe. And Hal's kind of like, why, why did you take me here? And it's like... uh. It's like I'm tr- like I, he goes I'm trying to like do you a favor. It's like spare you the agonies of a broken heart. I'm going to show you humanity as it is, not the fragile illusions that you you basically you're trying to cling to. And how you know how kind of like he, he gets pissed and he, he he uses giant hands to grab him and and all of a sudden you know there's, there's incoming explosions and then we get and at this point I kind of like the hurts like a Dickens comment by Stig Monesson. So we're kind of like having another Christmas Carol moment here. <laughs> because you know i'm sure that was done on purpose uh so basically we we see like a hospital we see like a. it's supposed to be a hospital right it's supposed to be like a makeshift hospital i think or is it or is it just supposed to be worthy of a family i'm just trying to go through this real quick and see no
0: it's got to be a hospital that's what i
1: think so yeah i I think it's a makeshift hospital and you know you know stigmatis is like you know it's pretty obvious you know you know, bloody war, man's inhumanity to man, and all that, that's why we're here, and Hal's like, you don't think humanity can be redeemed, is that it? And it's like, look, I understand, (laughs) really I do, your head's all filled with airy, fairy, touchy-feely ideas about helping them to rise up and embrace their destiny, but the sad fact is that they're, is that what they've always been, you know, this is what they've always been, and they're never going to change. Uh, uh, Let's see, uh, so then they get kind of like, they come you see like lightning crashing down and and now Stigma starts playing games with Hal related to heaven and he starts talking about what about you know a forgiving God is like you it's like did you dance at the feet of a forgiving God you know based on what you did and it's like you know I was never in heaven I was in purgatory and he goes how do you know I wasn't heaven it's like man, it's like oh God <laughs> so Hal does you know Hal you know Hal doesn't really. You know, he, he's really kind of getting annoyed at this point. And, but stigmanus just keeps going. And it's like, you know, why should any of us have to endure such an ordeal in order to be embraced by the presence? What kind of God makes you suffer just to love him? Which was an idea we, we saw, and we kind of had that question raised way back in Spectre 1. Um, so basically, you know, so stigmanus continues playing games Hal just gets Hal just gets fed up with him and he goes you know get out of here never come back he kind of turns him to shards and breaks them in half or breaks them in multiple pieces I should say and, and Abinster's like yeah well said well said <laughs> then Hal goes really Hal goes like really freaking freaky demon uh gargoyle like I don't know it's hard to describe really what he becomes but he, monster. My, yes, that, that's the simplest way to describe it. Yeah, he, he go he goes full monster on Abin Sur, and is like, well said. It's like, do you ever stop to think that maybe some of the stuff he's been saying is right? And like, yeah. and I just had to get him out of here because <laughs> because he was kind of like, make basically making me doubt myself a little too much. And and you know, Abin Sur is trying to go like. Follow your heart, Hal. You know, don't let you know, don't let this stuff you know, get to you. And it's like, if it's so true, then why is this world such a damn mess? Why are so many people suffering and dying? If it's true, then why is a portion of your own soul being roasted in the bowels of hell? Jim's favorite part, our concept at this very moment. And Abin you know, doesn't really have any answers for Hal, but at, but. And, and now we get. And is still, you know, narrating at this point. He kind of acknowledges the fact that he really has done a better job than he thought he was going to do in raising doubt into Hal. But uh, Hal also, he also has like a little plays a little wild card that Stigmanus didn't really expect. Hal starts walking up this spiral staircase from his little his little fortress there, and Stigmanus really can't see what's going on at this point. And we see Hal shows back at basically at almost like the the throne room of the Risen, which we last saw Inspector Four, and Hal pretty much is going to see them to try to beg, beg you know, begging for their wisdom about you know if I'm really you know if I'm an idiot for believing in humanity or not. You know, basically I need to know. I, I want to see the truth. And w- one of the Risen, Ogera, pretty much uh, goes to help Hal, but and he, she takes Hal to like a, a really. A, dis, a destroyed hell, hell-like looking place, and you know she, Hal keeps asking what is this place, and she just goes, you know, you know, and Hal realizes this is the Earth, and goes, dear God, you know, and she says, yeah, and th- you know, in, a, in about a thousand years or so, this is the Earth, and and Hal's like, I hope you're happy, Stigmaonis, this is the future you've worked for so long. I guess in the long run, belief just isn't enough. And this issue ends, which which Helen looking like <laughs> she got the ultimate scared look at her, you know, scared look on her face. And then she goes to, but she goes in the closet, right? She looks in the closet. First, I thought she looked under the yeah. bed, but she checks under the bed first. Then she goes to the closet. Then she opens the door, and there is Stigmaeus dressed as a as a joker slash a uh, jester. Jester. The fool was the word I, I was about to say, but jester is the best word. And she, you know, he just goes to Helen's like, it's Uncle St- Uncle St- <laughs> Uncle Stiggy. Do you want to come out and play? Yeah. So that wraps up issue six.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Lots of stuff going on there, as we know. Yeah, lots of stuff.
0: Okay, so before we really dive into this, like, I wanted to definitely comment on the art. And throughout this issue, like, I think the art worked better than, I would say, almost any other issue that he's done.
1: I think that's fair to say.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, like, it's just like, uh, the, the shadows, I don't know if maybe I'm just getting used to it, or if it's just, like, a lot more apropos for this issue... Um, you know, or he's just getting better or some combination of all of those. But yeah, I mean, like this issue, I really didn't have a problem with any of the art. Uh, and then the, the other thing that I noticed was that, and I didn't actually notice this until, uh, you know, the latest reading, but like in that first, like the, the preview scene type thing that sets everything up, the, uh that that golden ratio appears like so many times thematically throughout like this apartment and these people and, you know like you've got the spiral on the guy's tie you've got the the spiral staircase you have the 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 giant shell sculpture in their apartment even like there's a painting on the wall which is kind of like like it's uh half skewed by a, a word balloon but, like, you can kind of make out that it's that, that spiral next to it. There's, like, like a little spiral-type thing. The carpet underneath the table, there's a spiral. Yeah. I, I mean, like, like, thematically, like, that. that is very cool that that just shows up so many times. Um, yeah, I think even near the end when he's going up that staircase, um, where Hal's going up the staircase... You've got that that spiral again, and just before that, with, like, the ram horn, you have that too. Yes. So, like, you know, it definitely makes a few appearances here. So, yeah, I definitely wanted to commend the art.
1: And he draws Stigmanus well.
0: Oh, yes, very well.
1: Stigmanus actually fits Ryan Sook's art style very well, more more than the monk-like version of, you know, Hal Jordan as the Spectre, but but Stigmanus, he does a really good job doing. so
0: yeah yeah i mean like i would be happier if you know the uh if they were using like the actual like the hal jordan with like the
1: costume the yeah that
0: that really would have been nice but
1: yeah that was that was one that was one decision they made in this series too that was not overly successful when they they decided to delve and branch off into having the specter be more you know monk like in appearance they should have kept they they should have kept it more the way they started. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, just for a selling point, you know, yes, people yes. recognize it better.
1: Yeah, the, the mask alone. I mean, the design was. Yeah, I think the design overall was uh, the way they did it when he first became the Spectre was was more successful.
0: Mm. Uh, in uh, page eleven, where like you starting to see some of his new castle thing. Yes is like a picture of a dragon type creature on that panel on the left. Yes. Looks an awful lot like Gurr.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah, art-wise I was very happy with this issue. Even like the 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 picture uh, when Helen notices uh Stigmanus the first time like the way her eyes like bug out of her head. Yes. That's uh very well done. And even this, the the one above that where like you just have his grin, that like evil grin.
1: And the yin you know, and yang symbol and stuff on his head, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's all like yeah. This is definitely like the best the art has been. So As far as the story Oh oh and the other the other thing was on page five when you commented on uh Fat Aben. Yes. He looks exactly like uh the Green Lantern from the Justice League uh in the Batman Beyond episode.
1: Hmm, that's a good catch.
0: The uh the like the little child <clears throat> Green Lantern that kinda like sits in that pose and hovers. That is true. So I don't know if that was inspiration or inspired by
1: Anyway. Or he just likes chubby Abin, sir.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the afterlife was up being kind to the waist.
0: <laughs> chubby Abin, sir. <laughs> Cup of squat. That's why he got so chubby. He's just floating everywhere That's now. Right.
1: Walk it off, man. Walk it off.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as far as the story, like, the first part, I thought that was kind of depressing. I mean, it, it definitely sets up Stigmanus like, really well, but... By the same token, like it's just depressing.
1: Yes, there's no doubt about that. Um, <clears throat>
0: I I like uh with Jack's wife's uh reaction. <laughs> yeah. Everything, yeah, everything about that was really cool. The the part where Hal kind of like heads off on his own, and uh, you know, just before he builds his own. Like, Sanctuary. Like, that was just very rough to get through. That's actually, like, that. that is the exact point where I'm like, ah, you know what, I think I'm going to take a break here. <laughs> um, yeah, I you know, DiMatteis, like, he throws in a lot of very, like, jam-packed concepts, we'll say. <sighs> yeah. Uh, And then then they go to the war-torn Eastern Europe. And, like, like, seriously, like, the Spectre actually, like, commends a child to heaven. I mean, like, that was rough. That was really, really rough.
1: (sighs) Yeah, that was.
0: Um, And and, then we get to the end with... uh... The um, what is it? The the risen. Yes. Um, visually very interesting, but really weird. Very very weird.
1: They were weird the last time too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh. So. I like, yeah this this particular issue was like it it was up and down for me. It was just so. Some some decent parts, some really decent parts, some really depressing, hard to hard to you know witness parts.
1: I liked, even though this this part is this was before the well, actually no, it actually was the the, the after the initial depressing part with the with the Rick and Rick and his wife part that. Yeah. Uh, they have uh, I, when Hal first shows up, and after when he's when he's talking to Helen and everything, I like the fact that when uh Jack wakes up, they had the, the the first panel when Jack's standing up, they have it drawn to make it clear that he stood up so quickly he just knocked Helen right off his lap. <laughs> yeah. Hal, Helen, Helen with the book that she had <laughs> that she was she was reading or had been reading and everything that she had been cradling, I guess, when she fell asleep or whatever that that just when <laughs> just when. He stood up. It's like Helen gets c- completely knocked on her ass. <laughs> it's like because then Jack is so oh my god, it's Hallie. He just, he, like he can put these zones out. Yeah. Sorry about that. All you, all you, all you needed was like an off-panel thud, like on the next ba- next panel. <laughs> that would have been funny. it yeah, would have been or ow.
0: <laughs>
1: but that was a nice little light moment in an in, in otherwise pretty dark, very dark issue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, they, they set up the whole thing with Helen. It's Helen, right? That's the kid, right?
1: Yeah, that is the final name for the kid, yes.
0: <laughs> uh, how she, uh, you know, she has these abilities and things like that.
1: Yes, which is going to be the other... In a way, this, this arc really starts taking us to where, and laying out not just the themes, but the characters that are probably going to dominate a lot of the remainder of the series actually, and Helen is a key part of the series going forward.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh God, man, we have to do seven. <laughs> <laughs> Give it your best shot, my friend. Oh okay. Cosmic Pinball. Cosmic Pinball. Okay, so this one, uh written by Demoth again, but we have a a guest artist, and that would be Hold on, let's say Manuel Garcia and Mark Propst and Keith Champagne are the guest inkers, And I think everybody yes. else is the same. Yep. Okay, so uh, we open... Yeah, wow, the, the art, the different art styles kind of jarring. Yes, it is. Especially in the middle of a, a storyline.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, come on, guys, you couldn't... Uh... Couldn't just you know postpone that maybe a couple more issues
1: because Suk comes back in eight right doesn't yeah Suk comes back in eight so it's, so the middle part of, of the three part arc is
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's it's it's weird it's not all bad but...
1: no no absolutely it's not all bad but even the col- you know even with the coloring and stuff it's just it's just a different take you know the whole yeah. vibe the vibe is different
0: right yeah so Helen is playing with uh, Stigmanus. you know he's trying to entertain her. And, you know, he's putting on a little puppet show while uh, he waits for Hal. He wants to, you know, basically taunt him and, you know, challenge him or whatever. Meanwhile, you have Hal off on this futuristic, dead earth. And, you know, it's, it's very, actually, like you said with the, with the Dickens reference in the last issue... They, you know, kind of go on to Say, you know, this is a Possible future And, I mean, like, that's that's Essentially his His, um His story through this issue Is seeing how There are all of these Different Earths depending on You know, your Your actions and choices and And, and also everybody else's You know, because nobody's Separate unto themselves. So you've got Hal doing that. He's on that journey. And then you've got Helen, who is kind of hanging around with Stigmanus. And because, you know, Helen's with Stigmanus, like, there's also the story of what's going on with the parents. And at first, they're arguing because of, you know, the whole Hal thing and how. Jack misses his brother and doesn't want to have to let go again because, you know, he's very much here as far as Jack's concerned. But, you know, as far as his wife, it's like, well, he's, he died and he's definitely not here. That's not him. That's something else. And I don't want to be reminded of everything that we lost, you know, in our, you know, our hometown that basically died You know, a a horrible death. And the only reason that, you know, we're not dead like all of our friends is because you took a job that I didn't want you to take. So, you know, it's like they've got this whole drama going and they argue. And, you know, she walks out of the room to go check on the daughter. And she's just kind of like hovering over the daughter and just, you know, watching over her. Meanwhile, the daughter's not really there. That's just a, um, a kind of an illusion that Stigmanus, you know, puts out. And he shows Helen that he's actually, you know, putting out that, that illusion to try and kind of entice her to want to learn some extra tricks, you know, from Stigmanus. It's like, you know, look, you know, we can, we can do really interesting things. We can fly around, you know, the, the Earth and, you know, like we can check in on this stuff and I can make you into a fairy princess and all these different things so that she doesn't really see him as much of a bad guy. And Abin Sir, you know, like, they, you know, they finally end up um, Stigmonus and Helen end up taking a trip back to Hal's his, uh, castle where they're confronting Abin Sir and kind of dispatches him uh, rather uh, rather handily, kind of, you know, trapping him in a little bottle like a genie. And at that point, and I think, I want to say this is the last time we see... Oh, yeah, no. We do see Helen again before this issue's over. Yes. But she sees, like, the mirrors that we saw in the last issue where she sees, like, all of her different possibilities, you know, possible futures and and different things like that, while meanwhile Hal is at that very moment looking at the different possible futures that, you know, the Earth and the universe can go through. So, like, they both have to make that choice. And, you know, after that, Hal has, you know, he's gotten a lot more hope for the future that you know he actually can be a living spirit of redemption at that point he's kind of spit out of that futuristic risen scenario comes back to his uh his castle and he has to confront stigmanus who is who did stigmanus take the the shape of
1: that's what i couldn't figure out either and it's bad because i i i, I figure it's not supposed to be evil star is it
0: I can't now. It can't be Evil Star. the The shape of the mask definitely is an Evil Star. I mean, it kind of looks like a cross between Evil Star and like Aztec, and I don't know, like maybe some <laughs> kind of Asian themed character with the Yin Yang symbol. Yeah, mask, I, I couldn't.
1: I, is- I I I will openly acknowledge. Like when I was reading it too, I was like. You could tell you're supposed to know who it is, but I couldn't figure out who it is.
0: I don't know if we are supposed to know who it is. Well, I, I, you I thought just...
1: you were supposed I mean, I, I just got the impression, I, and I could be completely wrong, and you could be right. I just got the impression based on the fact that he, he's so specific, especially since he's matching Hal's, who appears as a Green Lantern. that it's somebody we should know, since it because it looks like it should be a Green Lantern foe, but you could be right.
0: Yeah, I I think that he was just kind of you know transform me into a generic villain for a traditional Hal Jordan green lantern to fight because he he does transform Hal into a green lantern again to you know it's like you know why don't you just try and you know punch your problems away just you know try and kill me and you know Hal's like you know I'm I'm not you know I'm not going to do that I'm not going to play by these rules that you're trying to make me play by And then, uh, you know, all of a sudden he realizes that, you know, Helen needs help and she's trapped in the mirrors. And he goes to them and he realizes that this is like a possible future where, you know, there are so many futures where she has committed suicide. You know, whether it's at 20 or 30 or 40 or 50, like she'll she'll basically always come to a tragic end. And then we get like the further reveal that that's not exactly true it's partially true because while she has the likelihood that she's going to commit suicide there's also the exact likelihood the same likelihood that she'll you know become the redeemer like she is the one
1: the chosen one
0: yeah the chosen one please
1: <laughs> hopefully better than anakin was <laughs>
0: I mean, you know, like like, okay, yeah, so we'll we'll finish this review before I give commentary on that, but yeah, supposedly, Helen, you know, on the two sides of her soul, she is either the redeemer or she will you know die by her own hand and you know, and never know her true destiny and and so this is basically like you know what Stigmanus wanted the whole time, he basically wanted to make a a bet, you know, like a wager, like, you know, I'll be, you be her guardian angel, I'll be her guardian devil. And, uh, you know, we'll see, you know, which way she goes. And, you know, Hal's like, you know, it's like, get out of here, I'm not going to deal with you anymore, and just kind of like forces him out. Hal goes to, you know, pick up Helen and, uh, He's going to fly her back home. Meanwhile, back at Helen's house, the mother, who was literally standing over Helen, all of a sudden Helen just disappears. Jack bursts in when she, you know, yells, when the mother yells. It's like, she's gone. It's like, well, she was just here. You know, did she slip out? It's like, no, she didn't slip out. I've been standing here watching her. It's like, well, she must have slipped out while you weren't paying attention. And so they they run out into the, like, pouring, driving rain, and they're arguing, and, you know, they're looking for their daughter, because like, I guess their daughter can run as fast as a car, and they <laughs> well, have to. <laughs> well,
1: it looks you know, like a Volkswagen, so maybe she can. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. And <laughs> uh, they're, they're driving, and, oh, no, there's a man in the road. <laughs> Hint. Guess what, everybody? It's actually Stigmanus. <laughs> they swerve out of the way to you know to not to avoid hitting this this person, and at that exact same moment on this exact night in this rainy 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 road, a a car uh, not a car, a giant truck you know heads directly at them. They both uh, tell each other that they love each other. And it's a big explosion and the next is the choice and that's to be continued.
1: Big cliffhanger. Yeah. I like I like how after and this just shows you where Hal's focus was, I like the fact that Hal once Hal kicks him out and tells him never come back again the second time <laughs> that he fails he fails to realize that he kinda like took Sur with him. <laughs> Because Eben Sir's still in his little genie bottle with Stigmanus.
0: Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, that'll just make the book better. <laughs>
1: I feel like I'm not being nagged en- enough. Oh, shit! Eben Sir's gone!
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I mean, the way that the niece is drawn throughout this issue is like inconsistent. Yes. Yeah. So there's some part, parts where it it actually works out pretty decent and i think was it is it the first panel uh oh yeah first page second panel it looks like an 80 year old woman's face <laughs> you're right oh man even uh what's his face stigmanus's face is very inconsistent uh Like, uh, yeah, like, like sometimes he looks like a generic face and in that, that first page, like the bottom corner, it looks like he's like, he's drawing somebody in particular. Like that, that is some, based off some dude and I don't know who it is, but it's definitely some dude. But, uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I guess this one, this issue definitely seemed a lot more positive and upbeat Compared to the last issue, I mean, until you get to the very end, just because, like, I guess the mission, of, well, the the whole, um, the theme is that Hal is going after, you know, Hope to kind of ward off Stigmanus. So,
1: yes, there, and you and you get the fact, the idea that. <clears throat> Which is uh, which is probably a slight curve when we when when the arc begins and you think the redeemer you figure they're just talking about how. In a way, potentially, yeah. and then you find out that really the if there is going to be a redeemer if there is going to be a chosen one who's going to lead the planet out of misery and into the golden age is actually his niece.
0: Yeah, which I mean, like, really, like doesn't make any sense to me.
1: I'm not sure if it's supposed to, yet anyway.
0: Well, I mean, like, just in general. I mean, like, you know, Hal Jordan, he's a Green Lantern, and, oh, yeah, okay, a whole bunch of stuff happens to him. uh, But nothing where, like, like, Hal Jordan was a Green Lantern because he possessed the ability to overcome fear. So he earned the ring. And then he went on and did a bunch of things. And when he became Parallax, it was because he went and he, you know, he actively drained the power battery. You know, and then he, like, you know, to redeem himself, he reignited the sun. And then he ended up fighting to become the Spectre. And all of these things are things that Hal Jordan did and got on his own. It's not like... You know, all of a sudden, when he was eighteen, Hal Jordan, you know, realized that he had the ability to perform magic. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't have—he doesn't have innate abilities. And like, and honestly, like we've read stories that we've been introduced to other Jordans throughout time, and none of them have any powers whatsoever or anything like aside from the fact that they're able to. Like, overcome fear or whatever like that. That's basically, like, the hallmark of a Jordan. Right. So, like, you know, to all of a sudden make it, like, uh, but your niece, she can see ghosts. She's the, uh, she's the redeemer of all humankind. I mean, like, it's so, like, it's so, like, writing out of convenience. Like, it doesn't make any sense.
1: I can see that. I can, I can understand that point of view.
0: And I don't think they ever explain why she, out of anybody, you know, actually is this chosen person. I mean, like, if it was the kind of thing where they gave us an explanation <laughs> how, well, because Hal, you know, contacted, you know, her and the, uh, the father, you know, his, his brother... Like, maybe that set off a chain reaction or something like that. Right. Like, at least then you would get, like, a little bit of an explanation. It wouldn't be a great explanation, but it would be something. As opposed to just, like, randomly, oh, yeah, by the way, your niece is the redeemer of the human race, or she'll commit suicide. One or the other. So. Take your pick. (laughs) Yep.
1: Uh, I did, I did, like, on a and even though again this it's not a, an idea that you like all that much but I like the I like the idea when he's with uh, was it Augura? right that's her name was it Augura? yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, something like
1: that yeah uh, right before he gets dumped back into his uh, little his little palace of solitude how she how they they revisit this concept about how this is like one life time amongst you know millions or whatever when she goes how Jordan is only part of you now, and you know, an identity you wore for one lifetime out of millions—a necessary part, but only one aspect of the whole being. It is time for you to discover who and what you truly are—not just a man, not just a ghost. You are one of his chosen messengers, the living spirit of redemption. So I, I, I like that part.
0: <clears throat> okay.
1: I know it's probably a little easier to grasp because that they're not tying it into with Carol this time.
0: I th- yeah. Uh, well, I think. uh wasn't Stigmanus telling Helen something to that effect that was thematically similar?
1: I think so. Oh god. let me skim it real quick.
0: I think it was something to the effect that oh, Christ I might I might be remembering another issue. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, so
1: so it's in, it's it's an intre- it's interesting it's an interesting arc at least it may not be you know maybe it may be a bummer and it may be a tough read at times but it's and it sort the ends at, that that is a good that is a good cliffhanger to end on
0: <laughs> well I mean it's a depressing cl- cliffhanger to end on but I mean like yeah overall this issue is definitely a lot more uh, upbeat positive yeah. Just until that, that last page.
1: Raises the stakes.
0: Yeah. I mean I guess they they can't let us, you know, be too happy for too long with this book.
1: <laughs> you get one paddle. Enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this this is this, this series really isn't for the uh faint, the, the
1: faint of heart.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically exactly the wording that I was gonna go for. <laughs> Uh, for the faint of heart, eh. yeah, like, you can wa- you can read a Superman issue, and by the end, well, I mean, you could read a classic Superman yeah. issue.
1: not not New 52. <laughs>
0: yeah, you could read a Superman issue from the same time period, and afterwards be like, it's like, wow, that was great. It's like, Superman really saved the day. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, and maybe, like, there's, like, a bad guy, like, you know, Plotting something for next week or next month But you know But this this threat was beaten by Superman And you're pretty sure that next week He's going to be able to beat that guy too This it's like well these people died And those people died These people are going to die And the entire human race is doomed <laughs> And Hal Jordan Is going to try and Redeem everybody But by next issue he's going to be really depressed And realize that he actually can't do anything maybe <laughs> like, like seriously like like I wonder like what kind of place mentally De- Mattteus was at when he was writing this series I mean I'm not that's not a joke and that's not like a it's not even a criticism like I am just genuinely curious like where he was in his life you know in terms of uh, you know, just happiness and questions and things like that. You know, like was this something written from his heart, or was it the kind of thing where, like, you know, he was just churning it out for a paycheck? <laughs> and if that's true, then like that that would be that would be truly like amazing to me. If this was the kind of thing that's like, oh yeah, I just threw those concepts in because you know I had to make it really deep and heavy like seriously like this has to be the kind of thing where you're like you got to believe this you really have to believe this i think to to really write this
1: i would agree and least, and 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 you have to give him credit cuz obviously he he really did put a lot of thought into the series as far as where he wanted to go with it there's a, oh. there are some obviously there are some uh sharp turns in here you know at least for issues at a time but but He he definitely knew that he wanted this book to be certainly not just deep, but but off the beaten path, (laughs) and (laughs) and there's and there's no doubt that it is.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, very, very far, far off the the beaten path. Yeah, what you call? Okay, I just remembered that that conversation that I was thinking about was definitely another issue. That'll be down the road,
1: but we'll we'll get there. (laughs)
0: It's not something something to look. Forward to? Forward to? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that's stigmatis.
0: Yeah, yeah. The issue where Hal Jordan got turned back into Green Lantern. Like, there's a close up of him like wiping the blood away from his face, and like you can see his Green Lantern ring.
1: Yeah, I know. I was gonna mention that because he's not. They did. He's not the right ring, if you will.
0: Well, you know, well, sometimes his ring was drawn like that. Right. But, uh like, I just I just like the fact that it was drawn really well. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, that, that part is true. That part is true. Uh, so. Even I don't like the way, I don't like the, the shape of his head, though. This, well. It's a little too Sinestro-like, the way how long his head is.
0: Yeah, I, I've seen it, I have seen it drawn like that, though. Especially, like, the um, the first panel with him as Green Lantern. Like, with the super dark hair. Yes. So. But, yeah, like, just the way that he, uh, he drew that ring. I got a kick out of that.
1: Certainly good detail.
0: Yeah, definitely. Inconsistent. Very inconsistent. But, uh... I definitely... The art style helped contribute... I think, to me, finding this more upbeat and positive. Maybe that's why they went with it. A, a, uh, maybe, like, there was an actual, you know, reason for going with a guest artist. Maybe. I mean, I, I doubt it. <laughs> I seriously doubt it.
1: <laughs> Suck out a cold.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was running behind where he had to do a, a guest issue on something else. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, like, to to have this kind of art style... You know, it definitely, you know, picks up. Even though I thought last Issue was, like, you know, his best drawn issue, it still, you know, has this kind of, like, stoic sadness just in it. It's similar to, um, um, the, the Hellboy artist.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I, I know who you mean, but
0: yeah. Uh, is it Mil- Milgram? Magnola. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking of somebody else. Yeah, yeah, um... Just, like, the... heavy use of shadows... more, uh... streamlined... designs. Definitely reminiscent. Especially his his specter. Like, when he's, like, you know, in in the shadows and things like that. Okie doke. We done?
1: (laughs) I, I think so, uh... You, you, you wanna, you wanna do your do uh, That's not just your our shameless plug first. Uh, before I do the farewell.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. If uh, if this is the kind of uh, discussion, <laughs> well, not not even really.
1: Uh, if you need a break from a discussion like this.
0: <laughs> if you need something more upbeat and positive in your life, then uh, Mark and I also. Uh, we have another podcast that we've started. I guess in between <laughs> episodes.
1: I know it's true. That's why it seems like we haven't done this show in forever because we, because we've done like, done like six or seven episodes of the other show in between.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like if uh, if any of our listeners are into toys, we do a toy. It's you know the greatest toy podcast. We discuss. What's coming out? You know what's been announced, and well, you know what's in stores. Uh, sometimes when we have time, we review stuff, and uh, we have a, we have a whole bunch of topics that you know we're eventually going to get to. But uh, it's a lot of toy talk, and it's a lot of fun. I, I love doing it, so I think uh, if anybody out there is into toys and you want to hear people talk about toys, then check us out, uh, GreatestToyPodcast.com. We're on iTunes. You can search for Greatest Toy Podcast, and it should pop right up. And even if you type in "toy podcast," then uh, I think you just have to scroll down like one page. We're up there, so check us out.
1: Please do. It's, it is. It's it's a very fun show. Jim and I have fun doing that show every week. This, and you'd be surprised at how much stuff comes out. News comes out every single week.
0: <laughs> yeah. They, they really been releasing a lot of stuff lately.
1: I know. Usually we have more stuff than we we end up rolling stuff over from one week to the next just because there's just not, there may be enough time in the day. There's just not enough time for us to record in a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let me get, let me say goodbye so we can put this baby to bed. <laughs> uh, the, the, email us lanterncast at gmail dot com. The website is lanterncast dot com. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use hashtag GLCast to find us on any of those. We are on iTunes and Stitcher. Please leave us positive reviews on any or both of the platforms if you listen to us there. Last but not least, our voicemail, 708 Lantern. 708 Lantern! Uh, Let us know what you think of this episode. Think other, maybe, topics you'd like us to cover. Or maybe there's a a specific storyline that Hal with the Spectre as the Spectre did, we might probably, it's not, you know, we've discussed at some point, but maybe want to see us break it up and do like a, like the Soul War two, you know, two issue graphic novel, uh, the two parter that they did in between. Just let us know. And we'll, we'll, well, grant your wish, I'm sure.
0: Please, please let us know. <laughs> let us know anything that we can review other than this.
1: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and, 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 it, and, it's, and it's not going to be a threshold, so uh, <laughs> nothing's going to be threshold bad. So I think, we're, I think we're walking on a little safer ground there, <laughs> we hope. But so, we, like I said, hopefully we'll be back by the end of May to wrap up the storyline. And I think that's going to be it for tonight. Sounds good. Good night everybody. So long. Quarters in session. A verdict is in. No appeal on the docket today. Just my home sin. The walls cold and pale. The cage made of steel. Screams filled. Hey everybody! This is Mark Marble.
0: and I'm Jim Ford,
1: and this is Green Lantern presents. Or should I fucked that up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, keep going, keep right one. <laughs> uh, I know, but I want to keep trying I'm trying to keep I track know. of the time. Uh, all right, <laughs> nine minutes, ten minutes. <laughs> uh,